Welcome to the Black House, your conversational space that encourages faith, creativity, and most importantly, truth, as we transparently unpack the highs and the lows that comes with being a believer while embracing the kingdom of God. I am your host, Nikita. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day it is that you are listening to The Black House. Thank you for joining in today. Our very first episode. Wow. So (laughs) we're going to kick it off with self. And because The Black House is a creative space uh, for our faith to flourish as we go and grow in Christ, we're going to start with the, the most important thing, us, right? Right? Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your mind. And the second command is like the first, love your neighbor the same as you love yourself. And so we know from that scripture that loving ourselves is key to loving other people. Love yourself. Love your neighbor the same as you love yourself. And so if we don't love ourselves in the most perfect, imperfect, or perfect way, how are we going to love other people? If we don't love ourselves con- unconditionally, the same as Jesus does, how are we going to love other people? So let's start with the prayer, and then we're going to jump right into it. Father God, we thank you, O oh Lord, for an amazing day. We thank you for creating us. We thank you for having us in mind. We thank you that when you saw us, you said that it was good. We thank you for every affliction. God, we thank you for the journey. Lord, we thank you for all the ways that you reveal yourself in us. God, we thank you that you have considered us as a reflection of you. Lord, I ask that you would enter into our hearts that you will soothe the thoughts in our minds. Oh, Lord God, and that you will help us embrace the grace that comes with loving ourselves and that comes with trusting the process. Oh, Lord, we thank you and we honor your name for who you are and for who you continue to be to us. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you. Amen. So earlier uh, in the week, I read this quote that said, Above all, do not forget your duty to love yourself. And so I was just like, it hit in a deep way. And it hit because I was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Like just, I was just doing so much stuff, burning on both ends. Uh, It was just a lot. And I had to take a step back and just get centered right and I just had to spend some time with God and just allow him to love on me because sometimes we be so busy that we be going 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 that we don't even allow God to love on us in a steel way reading that quote it just reminded me that loving yourself it helps you love other people and loving others helped you receive the unconditional love of God and I'm saying it because to think about it, God is in all of us, right? Is in all of the children of God. He's there. He's present. And so 
when you're loving on somebody and you receiving that love from them, that in, that is an exchange of love from God. And that blew my mind. Not only did it blow my mind, though, it, it just it made me think how important it is to love me so that I can so that I can love other people. And when you know, when I love them in return, if I'm showing them and showering them with the love. They're going to express that. They're going to be able to express that same love to someone else. I was talking to my friend one day and he said we were talking about relationships and I was just being me. Sometimes I spiral. And he said, Nikita, man, sometimes the process in a relationship looks like you loving the hell out of someone. And I was just like. Dang it. Because we're so quick, you know, like, oof. now, don't get me wrong. You pray for discernment. Ask, because everybody is not your assignment, right? Everybody, they just it. Sometimes we, we want to be baby Jesus and, you know, big God that we try to take on everybody. We are not called, even though we are called to love everyone, we are not called to take on certain things and sometimes I think we go into things because we're so optimistic and we're so on fire for God that we take on things that we don't have the grace to handle meaning that sometimes it's not that season to be in connection with certain people and we don't have the capacity uh, to handle them in that season that they're in and so sometimes we take on that in the wrong season. So, yes, love everybody, but also don't take on everyone as an assignment. Everybody is not your assignment because sometimes we just, you know, we want the best for everyone. And so sometimes it looks like us uh, moving and operating out of emotions, especially especially when we are where there is some type of connection, you know, whether it's family a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever the case may be, those emotions are tied to that situation. And so we are so optimistic that we want to take on whatever it is or so full of faith that we want to take on whatever it is that they're going through. And we carry that burden, a burden that doesn't even belong to us, a burden that Jesus took ownership of when he died on the cross and so there's just the bottom line and you ask God to help you love people and to help you reflect the love that you have for yourself in such a way that the person you know that you are in connection with relationship whether it's family or whatever that you're able to reflect their love you know and that you're able to do the work within you to help you with the work in them. And so he said, you know, he said, sometimes you have to love the hell out of people. And I paired that with something that my best friend told me. She said, God said, you have to love everyone. But he didn't say that you have to walk around liking everybody. You have to love them, but you, you don't have to like, you know, the things that they do and all of that. But you still have to love them. And so those two conversations was ringing so loud um this week for me and 
<laughs> it brought me to this conversation of how important it is to love you so that you can love other people and loving other people. It's just, it keeps it going. It keeps the light of God shining. It, you know, it's all working. It's all tied together because we're joined together through Christ. You know, it's important that we're all operating from a healed and flourishing place in the area of love concerning ourselves because it, it helps other people. You loving yourself starting there is the solution to someone else loving themselves. And we have to know that because Jesus, because God loved us so much, he gave his only son and Jesus walked this earth and he never made it about himself. He never made it about himself. He made it about God. And if we could just think like that, if we could just think, how it's not about us it's about us in a sense because I don't want to give out the idea that I'm saying you know put put yourself down to you know and put somebody above you know what I'm saying is loving your love yourself and treat you right because it's going to help you treat other people right Jesus was love he couldn't mistreat himself it was impossible for him to he was love so his journey on the earth was walking spreading that love and so if we come from if we come from a place where we are love if we are the example of love treating ourselves right loving ourselves unconditionally it would be that much easier for us to love someone else right and loving ourselves it looks like doing the hard work i uh man so i struggle in relationships and one day God said, why are you expecting somebody to do the hard work for you? you you're, you're looking for someone to do the hard work. It was hard for me to love myself. It was hard for me to embrace my journey. It was hard for me to embrace who I am and, and you know, things that I had did and the person that those things molded me into. It was it was hard for me to receive God's grace and his love for my life. And, you know, it was hard for me to receive that I was good enough and worthy enough of his love. It was, oh, my gosh, it was so hard for me to receive that. And so in return, I didn't want to do the hard work. I wanted somebody else. I wanted a guy to come along and to love me happy. To come along and to love me healthy. Instead of doing the work myself. Loving me to a happy place. Loving the bitter out. Loving the hell out of myself. I didn't want to do that. Because that meant me spending a lot of time alone. Alone with myself, you know. That meant me doing the the self work. That meant... Me answering hard questions about myself. That meant me unlearning and learning things. That meant me letting go of stuff. I didn't want to do the hard work. I didn't. I just wanted, oh, this guy to come along and we just fall happily in love and I'm going to be okay because I'm just so, you know, he loves me and that is enough. Wrong. That is so far from the truth. 
I had to realize that it started with me. It started with me being okay with me. If you're not okay with you, how do you expect somebody else to be okay with you? And I'm saying it in the not in a self-sabotaging way, but in a way uh I remember <laughs> Dr. Harris used to always say this. If you don't want to spend a long time with you, how do you expect somebody else to spend a long time with you? If you, you don't know how to be alone, you don't like being by yourself, you don't know how to be by yourself. And I would always like brush it off or whatever and be like, man, what, you know, I can be by myself. But then I find myself at a hotel, not a, you know, by myself if I'm out of town or somewhere and not able to not look at my phone and be in tune with the world, not able to just sit in the quiet of my own thoughts. (laughs) Because the truth is our own thoughts we're afraid of sometimes. Because they are revealing our true selves, the things that we really think. And I think that not that we are, are so much afraid, but kind of, you know, we be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I thought that. But you did. And you think in that way, however, you know, it stemmed from something. And the place that it stemmed from, that is what, that, that's the place that needs to be healed. But if you are not getting by yourself and thinking these thoughts, you won't even know what needs to be healed. Remember this. God is not offended by who you were in the past, one or two, who you are right now. He's not offended by those things. And he's not offended because he already knows who you will become once you grasp the concept of his sufficient grace. And how it applies to you individually, you would become less offended by who you are right now. You would become less offended by the thoughts that you have. Because you you would know how to speak to those thoughts. You would know how to pull those type of thoughts down. You would know how to say, you know what, they're not aligned with who God has called me. Yes, I went through it. Yes, I'm going through it. But I know that there's greater on the other side. And you give yourself grace for where you are right now because you're understanding again that loving yourself is the solution to somebody else loving themselves. And you understand that it's, man, at the end of the day, it's less about you and more about God and the other person. (laughs) He will, and I've seen it because he will put people in your path that you would have never thought in a million years that you would have any type of connection with. And sometimes he'll put them in their path, in your path and he, he will expose to you the very thing that you're supposed to love a person through. And in return, what we do, man, please. All he do is lie. All she do is X, Y, Z because God has, he don't, Listen, God don't give you something when you discern something about a person. He exposed it to you. Sometimes he exposed it to you. No, all the time he exposed it to you for you to guard your heart. He don't expose it to you for you to guard your heart and you to treat them ugly. No. He exposed it to you in order to be able to know, you know. Okay, this is what this person is dealing with. Let me pray for them in this area. Let me let me pour. Let me love them, you know? 
but you can't do that if you don't if you're not coming from a place of love it's impossible for you to do that it's impossible for us to be of any kingdom help to anybody around us you know keeping the kingdom in mind is man <laughs> loving yourself right like we I hope I'm I, hope I listen I am saying it how I feel it is so important for us to love ourselves it's important for us to do that work it's important for us to trust the process oh I hate I, listen that there trust the process you talking about cursing words trust the process and be still oh my god you talking about flipping some tables over tell me those two things it's like mm, i i come unglued but true and all th- that's what you have to do you have to trust the process of of you and you have to be still and know that god is god even when you are you god is god <laughs> and that it is is what's going to help you help other people not pretending you know stop stop looking for you and other you're not going to find it trust me you're not going to find you and anyone else no, you're not romans 12 and 2 the Passion translation says, stop imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. That's the pantry, uh, pantry. <laughs> the passion translation. The easy to read version says, don't change yourself to be like the people of this world, but let God change you inside with a new way of thinking. Then you will be able to understand and accept what God wants for you. You will be able to know what is good and pleasing to him and what is perfect. Don't, don't look. Nobody has to figure that first of all. Nobody. Not even your greatest leaders. No one has it figured out. We can give each, we can, you know, bounce ideas and perspectives off off each other. But no one has it figured out because no one has seen 10 years from now. Only God knows, right? Only he knows. So don't be so quick to be fully invested in a a person's idea about something. The word tells us that our mind is renewing daily, right? So... Because no one has it figured out. Don't be so invested in somebody, what somebody has said about you or what they're saying about other things. Don't be so invested that it it shifts your perspective. Now, God will send people to speak to you because sometimes you can't. And I've been there. I've been in a place where I, I didn't see me. But he sent his eye, he sent his eyes and his mouth through other people to tell me and to call me out. I'm not talking about it in that sense. I'm talking about it in the sense of all these rules and regulations and all of that. Look, stick to what you know, and that is that Jesus loves you. One and two, you don't have no heaven or hell to put nobody in, so don't be quick to judge. Three, we're all on this journey, and no one has it figured out. Only God does, so 
love yourself to the best of your ability in the other areas where you lack. Ask God for strength and wisdom and knowledge and understanding. He is not ours. Lean not unto your own understanding, even when it comes to yourself. Because you don't you don't even have you figured out. But the best way to start is to start with love. This this is what God started with. When he sent Jesus, he started with love. For God so loved the world. He started with love. I was listening to J. Cole the other day and he said the song Love Yours. And he, you know, the lyric says, There's no such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing. Stop comparing yourself. You don't have to compare yourself to the customs of the world and to what social media. No, you don't no, don't do that. Don't do it. Just I listen, sidebar for a second. I remember I went through a season where I was comparing myself to everything. And it was to the point where I tried from other people to glean. Uh, there's one thing to glean, but it's another thing when you are trying to figure you out through other people. And God had to sit me down one day and just explain to me that I was in the middle of an identity crisis. I was trying to find me and everyone else. And he was just like, no, everything, everything that you need and the person that you are going to become is already on the inside. I have fully equipped you for the journey through the process to becoming who you are, who I see you as. Don't discount where you are right now because it doesn't look like the thing that I have called you, right? And so he like, okay, for example, he said, I have called you an author, but right now in this season, I just need you to read. I have called you a wife, but right now in this season, I just need you to love on yourself. I have called you a millionaire, but right now in this season, I need you to practice on saving money and managing the money that you do have. I have called you a business owner, but right now I need you to perfect serving other people. I need you to perfect going into work nine to five. And I need you to perfect that attitude that you have when you are running a company for somebody else. It's not, don't, don't compare yourself because the blueprint for who you are going to be, God has already given it to you. And because you are uniquely and wonderfully made, you're not going to find another you in anyone else. He's not looking for the next so-and-so. He already created you. He created you. He fashioned you the exact way that he needs you to be because you are the solution to somebody else figuring out and finding out who they are, not by comparing themselves to you, but learning from the way that you maneuver in being you. Not you uh, as a shadow of somebody else, not the pieces that you have put together that you have, you know, grabbed from other people to mold you. No, you. He created you. He knew what he was doing. He didn't make a mistake. He knew what he was doing and he knew why he was creating you the way that he created you. He knew. And he knows who needs you. He knows who needs you. He didn't make a mistake creating you on purpose 
for the people he has called you to who needs you scars and all who needs you um trauma pain that you have healed from all of it he knows who needs that he knows who needs to hear your story he knows who needs to see you being yourself and who is striving even though you know things has happened he need he he knows who needs that so don't discount it you know and keep in mind that he is not judging you by where you are right now (laughs) not at all god is measuring you by your heart he's not measuring you by anything else your heart love yourself love the hell out of yourself so that you can love the hell out of someone else and so that you can love someone else and in doing that you're helping them love others right because that's how we continue the light the flow of the light of christ that's how we continue to be the salt of the earth so yeah that is what we are starting with self this is what we working on <laughs> loving ourselves and as we grow and as we go we're going to see the impact that it has on loving other people. It's not always the easiest. <laughs> My mom used to tell me, you wake up some morning, you don't even like yourself. And she did not lie. I don't like myself every day. I don't like the choices that I have made. I don't like the things that I say to people when I'm acting out of frustration. I don't like it. But I love myself enough to do the work. Do the work. Put the work in Put the work in so that when someone else come along, man, look, the hard work is already done. You are in love with yourself. Anybody else's love is just icing on the cake. But when you rock out with you and God's love for you, you change the game. And so I'm going to end with a prayer. And we are going to rock out the day. Loving ourselves in such a way that it's going to help, you know, us love other people. God, oh God, we thank you. We thank you for being love. We thank you for existing in us. We thank you for existing in the earth. We thank you for your unconditional love and your grace that is sufficient. Lord, right now we forgive ourselves for anything that we said or did when we were in a state of not knowing how to love ourselves properly. God, we thank you for your glory that rests on us. God, we thank you for your truth. Lord, we thank you for your favor that goes before us. God, we thank you for your idea and your desires and your concept of what love truly is. Today, we ask that you will fill us up with your love. God, fill us up, fill us up, fill us up with your love so that we can outpour it to other people. Lord, we love you, we thank you, and we repent for the times that we didn't love ourselves. God, we repent for the times that we treated ourselves in a nasty way, in an ugly way, because we hadn't fully grasped your love. We repent and we turn from our ways, Lord, as we walk out this thing with you, out this thing with our brothers and our sisters. Lord, we thank you and we love you, we honor you. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. That is it, y'all. Uh, go out, man. Spread the light that God has given you. Beautiful people. We got this. We are here. The world has to see us. The world has to hear us. The world has to feel us. Because, <laughs> look, God needed to. Thank you for listening to The Black House.